Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. In this episode recorded live at ASTE, Lucas and I sit down with PJ Leslie. Here we go. So it was, it was interesting. And now that he's over here on our side, he's like, I get it. Like our culture is not to ever do or never. We don't speak that way. We don't think that way. We definitely don't act that way. Right. It's it's a servant's mindset of how do we fix the industry. And then you just, you just the do money, what you do. The money right. comes and the software sales come. And, and it, but, it falls in. Yeah. Well, and I mean, go ahead and get your headphones yeah, up. Sure. Just slip up so you can hear yourself. And I mean, you know, I, I don't know. That's... I think that's one of the things that gets lost upon it that that it's that it's not just about selling a product or selling hmm. software. No. Did you put a tie on? Mm-hmm. He he also has a, a kerchief. Is that a lovely maroon pocket square? Uh, no, nah, we're going to call it a kerchief today. Okay, kerchief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This should be fun. <laughs> this should be fun. Hey, I need you to introduce the speaker. Why do I have to? I don't know. I'm going to mess his name up so bad. Judson Lapley. Judson Lapley. What do you want me to introduce him? Why do you need me to introduce him? It's either that or PJ. Are you going to be there tonight? I don't think so. What? I don't think so. I, no, You're I don't a disgrace think, I don't to this think industry. Don't. You know what? I'm going to counter that with a number of things. Um, so I don't think they did. I don't think they did the sponsorship you know, like dude, we did last year. It has nothing to do with the sponsorship. We, we invited you to dinner. Yeah, we did. I told I told Sunil send PJ make sure PJ comes. Okay, I will come. I think so. Yeah. Like we're gonna go. How did that get dropped? How did that not get to me? I'm I'm concerned. He he was well, well, he was there was some concern over like this downturn in the industry or the, uh, the economy the, the yeah. economy yeah and the the marketing budget was pretty it, much set. It is. It, so, and in all seriousness, that's what, that's what we were just literally talking about. I said, right. we're, we're prepping for whatever's coming and we're going to be what responsible. Coming? It's weird. I, I watch, I watch squawk box almost like every morning whenever yeah. I get up in, at, you know, at the hotel and stuff. And they're like, this is just, this is a, a recession. Like we've never seen because there's so right. much cash on the sidelines and there's still people making big purchases and it's, it's not happening, but then I read an, an article about Lennar adjusting prices in markets by like twenty percent last week. And, Who's Lennar? Lennar is, a, I think, it's the number one or number two home builder in the yeah. U.S. Okay. So, but here's the thing, though: it's starting to hit those people who buy two hundred and three hundred thousand dollars houses. It's not hitting the people that are buying the five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars houses. And so, but they've the got price increases. I would have to strongly disagree with that. Seven hundred and fifty, at least in Kansas City, seven hundred and fifty thousand and up. Mm-hmm. The prices did not go bananas. No, no, no. I'm saying it's slowing down the purchasing because oh, the interest yeah. rates. Oh, is, so the interest yeah. rates. So 
those have interest rate adjustments. Sure. Yeah, the interest rate adjustment is making those people that who are buying those two hundred and three hundred thousand dollar houses go. Mm-mm, not yeah. gonna do it. Oh, we'll yeah. go ahead and keep renting. That's yeah, what they're absolutely. So that's what Lenar, down the, yeah, the Lenar is saying. Mm, we're we're cutting back big time. I have a realtor friend who uh, he he told me he goes, this is the first time in probably three years that I've had to wait more than two or three days to sell a house. Yeah. Normally right. he was putting things up, and he goes before the weekend hit. Mm. Yeah, it I mean was, they were it was, it was bidding wars literally yeah. over who yeah. was going to get the house. But he yeah. he was always very. He was always very low. He's been doing it for a very long time. And so he's like the one of the top, he's like in the top 1% of sellers yeah. in the country, in, let alone the Kansas City area. And, he, you know, he has all these stats that he tells you. But he, he said that the even when he would go out to price things out, he goes, that's a $500,000 house, not a $625,000 house. Mm-hmm. And he would price for $500,000, he'd sell it for six twenty-five. Yeah, right. Because people were throwing around stupid money and no appraisal, no inspection, like <clears> nothing. <throat> like it was just, you know, here's some cash, boom, done. But he said that now people people have stepped onto the sidelines and they're like, I'm not going to buy a house when interest rates are almost 7%. Yep. And they were, but but relatively speaking, it broke seven percent. I saw seven percent still yeah, low. I, I bought my first house at a tick under seven percent, and I thought that was a low interest rate at the time. I'm like, this eight. was low. Yeah. Yep. I had eight yeah. percent in two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you know, I, I bought my house before that, but it, well, I think it was like six point seven five. I still have the loan. Yep. It's a rental now, but you know, I still I still have that, and so that relatively speaking, that's still pretty low. Yeah. It's just that we got bananas low. Like yep, absurdly low. Two two globally, point eight five. Globally, it's low too. Like yeah. we were just talking about that yesterday with some uh, uh, partner we were meeting with, and he said we're just so spoiled. And, yeah, it's, and, and it's just it, yeah. If you look around the, the the rest of the world, they just they, they don't pay interest rates anywhere close to that. Right. So yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, what's coming is a great question. Who knows? But I don't, you know, I did, you gotta you gotta wonder. I don't know that it's going to affect the automotive aftermarket that all that much. I, I've lived on both sides of it, right? I mean, I was running a dealership when it, we were coming out of what I, mean, I came in there in 2010. And if, if they weren't going to, if they didn't have the money to buy a car, they fixed it. If right. they, now it, when things started getting better, you start moving into 2012, 2013 and on when the car came in and the check engine light was on, it was over 500 bucks. They're like, I'm buying a car. Right. And I, I don't know how it's actually going to affect the automotive aftermarket. But you've got to think of the interest rates on houses are up. Interest mm-hmm. rates overall are up. Interest rates on new car purchases are going to be higher. Yep. Cars are already more expensive. They're very difficult to get your hands on. I can understand that if you guys were selling software to the dealership, I'd be a little bit more concerned, mm-hmm. but for the aftermarket, well, I don't it's, know. it's a fairly recession-proof industry, right? I'm going to say something to you guys, and this is something that I actually had an hour and a half long call last night with Sunil. Right. I am actually finding that we are selling to a completely different clientele because right. here you your I believe your vision is a bit skewed, just like ours is and has been for the right. past four years. Because where have you guys? Where'd you meet me? Right at a conference, right? Right. Right. And every conference that we We're ever attend, yes, sir. Yeah. Now, if you take TechMetric and you take my next nearest four to five competitors, all of which have similar feature sets and have um, uh, cloud-based and et cetera, right? 
So you take those mm-hmm. and you take the roughly what I guesstimate they have in total cost. Lucas and I have been telling you about parts tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your parts tech account, go to my shop and click on the rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which, by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. Customers plus ours, we're tapping into between 10 and 20% of your total addressable market. Right. Which means what? We're down to the 80%, right? The 80-20 rule. Right. That 20% is the people that we surround ourselves with every day in this right. environment that we are sitting in today. But I went out with one of our partners mm-hmm. and um, with Advanced Auto Parts. Yeah. We go yeah. right along and visit shops with their salespeople. Most eye-opening thing I have done yeah. in four and a half <laughs> years. And I ran into a lot of shop owners that are running pen and paper and running a million a year. They're yeah. not putting up shabby numbers, but I also talked to yep. a lot of them that thought that Thirty and 40000 a month was a good number, too. And, you know, it's the tech doing all the work and all that. And, mm-hmm. and we, we, we all see that. But we're just running into that over and over and over and over. And yeah. to them, I do think that there could be some effects relatively Absolutely. quick. If they don't make adjustments in their business and they don't change the business model and the, the offering that they have in their shop, I think it could affect them. So, you know, I've got a lot of friends who run that shop, yeah. right? I've got a lot of friends who are in that situation. And it's interesting because they don't want to change. Yeah. They don't want to reach out. They don't want to be something different. And they, I talk about it a lot. They have a client, mm-hmm. right? And, and the client that does not like me because I tell them about what's wrong with their car, the client that does not like me because I charge more, the client that does not like me because I'm, I'm unwilling to just change the part that they brought me and do it right now. Yeah. Really fits well with him. And the client that feels like they're a mess and they're unorganized and it's a disaster and they're not fixing the car properly. And and maybe that's not even the best way to explain it. The client that's looking for more and is unhappy with them really likes me. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that one client is completely content going to him, has no problem with that. And then the other client is completely content going to me and we can both have our own client and have a happy client is it sustainable long term i don't think so right because the world's changing right and and his market is getting smaller and smaller because the people he works with i've I've been in shops recently that are paying techs 300 dollars a week 
that are that are you know in a situation where the price changes from day to day based on I need to pay my rent today. Hmm. So tomorrow that's rough. Okay, but, see, but, so, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's like a hold on. Now. That's a bottom five percent. That's, that's a bottom, bottom five percent. Okay. Yeah. But what he's walking into is a thirty or forty thousand dollar a month mm-hmm. shop. Yep. Okay. That mm-hmm. maybe has two people in it. Correct. But what you're not taking into account is that that shop probably has six thousand dollar a month overhead, mm-hmm. and that's it. Possibly Their so. biggest bill is the parts bill. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. They do zero marketing. Now a shop that has been around for ten plus years and tells you, I don't do any marketing. It's like, okay, that shop has a better chance of survival through a downturn, a serious downturn, than a shop that is dropping five to $10,000 a month on marketing because they have seven techs and they need to keep those bays full. And they are, and those are the shops that are in front of, they're on magazine covers, they are on Facebook right. all over the place, and they're the ones that you are taking pictures to put on your Facebook page. Absolutely. It's like hand in hand, we're like, oh, everybody's like kumbaya, holding each other. And that shop is going to feel the impact a lot sooner than the thirty to $40,000 a month shop because that. that guy has kept things so simple. He drives it. 20-year-old truck yep. that's paid for, lives in a house that co- probably costs him 500 bucks a month to live in. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the expenses are so low for that shop. Yeah. They won't feel the downturn. But see, I'm seeing there's, I, I see what I'm finding actually is that there is a substantial middle ground between, that one right there is probably pushing towards a lower end, but I think that there's a middle ground where they're doing a, some marketing, right? They're doing a little bit of marketing, or they have four or five techs, or they just updated the building when interest rates were super low, and now they've got this, you know, an SBA loan or some sort of a loan. Right, some, right. They, they've acquired this overhead in those nice, sweet five to seven years with those super low interest rates, and that's going to help keep the cost down, but they did some spending, right? You're doing some spending, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and so think about somebody that's not as efficient as you those are the ones where i'm uh, so perfect example i was in queens and dude is in the middle of spending about three hundred fifty thousand, four hundred thousand, just on sprucing the building up i'm talking like paint some concrete right uh, fixing right. the roof and then he's putting in you know seventy five thousand dollars worth of uh new alignment and ass machines cool good but i also know that he was mortgaging that in some form or fashion there was some right. sort of loan Sure. And then when now when that it was it was not what, a nice what, neighborhood. What shop management system was he running? Ours now. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my PJ point. Said I went in there. Yeah, it was that, my job. So that that was an untapped. Mm-hmm. It was. It oh, absolutely. Okay. It absolutely was. And when it, when I walked in though, he was like, because no one's waiting. Nobody's in his shop. He had no way of communicating with him, and he didn't know we existed. And that's what that's what we're seeing now in the way that we have shifted. Finding shops, I guess, if you will, or or just you know spreading the word or spreading you know the old uh, school it, to hit the boots, ground, boots yeah. on the ground, man. Seriously, How do you think Mitchell got so big. It is that's exactly the conversation that Sunil and I had last night. You guys are just coming to realize this now. <laughs> it's not, but the problem is, David, it's so crazy, man. Like it's it's on paper, it just looks so inefficient, so yeah. inefficient yeah. because there's there's massive differences. So. If you look at the way that Mitchell grew, and, and and I'm speaking, I didn't, I've never worked for Mitchell, but I've I've talked to enough of them that, you know, like they had one and two year contracts. Um, none of those salespeople, by the way, worked for the company. They were all independent contractors, mm-hmm. right? And they got a big chunk of a deal if they sold it because they had guaranteed income. They had a contract, and then if they got the, right. to renew, they got a big chunk of that money because it was guaranteed. You weren't breaking that contract. You're not getting out of it, right? 
but what do we do? And what do a lot of our competitors do, right? Yeah. Month to month. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's people, hard. That's people hard, don't hard sign. model. To- exactly. So you you can't be like, hey, let's let's go out and let's put feet on the street and we're going to pay you. The people that do that are just like hunters, right? They're just killers. Right. They go out and they're just hard salespeople. They're not going to work for lower income yeah, why, residuals. Why, why, you don't have to. That was not a good model. The commission, the the all that. I remember when I dropped Mitchell, that Mitchell guy coming in and scolding me <laughs> like I was a child. Yeah, for making the decision to step away from it. If it was a cost, then you should come talk to me. And this, that, and the other. I'm like, dude, you're running like, this is not a good software. I hate it. That's why I switched. Like, also, get out of my shop. And, right. Like, whatever. But I understand. Like, yeah. I was just, I was eating into his paycheck. Yep. I understand. But you don't have to do it that way. And all I'm saying is, like, look, look, at, look at Jasper. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have ever considered a Jasper purchase now i knew the name okay yep but you know you also see both sides you see the complaints you see everybody that loves them you also see people complain about them whatever right but it wasn't until the jasper rep showed up weekend uh, he shows up like once probably now every two months i would see him but he comes in and you know he gives me a little spiel and i'm like dude i don't know i do a lot of used engines i don't you know by remand it's really expensive and he's like no i understand you know but you know he he worked me for a little while right sure right and now like now he comes in and goes hey i appreciate you taking looking at those seven quotes you did last month and this that and the other because they keep track of everything yep and so i appreciate him coming in and if there's a problem why we have the discussion and if there's a new product and whatever but that guy's not a commission like he he works for the company you see what i'm saying and he's not there to hard sell me he's there to establish a relationship hey we're gonna be here for a while don't worry it's a big company like this that and the other and i I don't know i i appreciate that the shops that are that throw those kind of vendors out the door and like why are you in here yeah like i don't know dude those those shops need to go away the vendors can be a good partner and i don't know why you wouldn't literally happens to me for a living. That's, I, that's I, well, I understand. I understand. Oh, we get kicked out. Yeah, we get that kicked out. Sucks. And I don't do that as much anymore, but my team, they absolutely right. do. Now, working with partners has been a huge help to that. Like, it's nice right. to get that warm introduction. And it has taken us, of the three and a half, four and a half years I've been doing this, it took us four of them to right. make those happen yeah. before these publicly traded companies would go, yeah, we'll partner with you. That's right. you, there is no replacement for. I mean, time that's a that. that's a big deal. It is that that. In well, that life. just all that does though is it softens the introduction. It just it does, it gives you a warm intro. But I, I'm saying like the I'm just all uh, I'm saying is that like if you guys had you guys are 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 at least say what you want about but tech metric they have the very least. You guys are willing to try the weird stuff and put put like you know what I'm saying like you guys we you do. guys are like let's do this let's do that and I think you guys have, at the very least have pushed sort of like you know the online marketing and you know you didn't see a lot of shop management systems pushing like mm. online ads hard yeah. goofy videos just stuff like that like you guys tried and and, and okay you guys took a, an approach that a di- different products in different industries do really well in mm-hmm. but nobody in the automotive or the sms space was doing, was doing it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so yeah. you guys swoop in and it's like hey it works for like mat- purple mattresses like why can't mm-hmm. we do the same thing yeah 
absolutely, you can do the same thing. But now you guys are hitting a brick wall here, and you guys like there's a that that fat part of the bell curve you guys want to tap it into is. It's crossing the chasm. Yeah. And, yes. and you're yes. like, hey, yep. this is giant pie of the pie, uh, a piece of the pie that we're not tapping into. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Well, now it takes a uh, boots on the ground. But you take, uh, we I had a DVI company get assigned to me. Right, they're in the Kansas City market. Now, do you think that they showed up at my shop and hey, let me show you this product here? Have you ever heard of us? This, that, and then of course I've heard of them. Like, yeah, of course. But did they call you or did they come by? They called me. Okay, so okay. I hate that. I yeah, absolutely. They do it because they're the same reason you were just saying oh, it's really expensive and and you can't put boots on the ground and look, they had this whole model where they were doing commission and these I get it spend the money and get somebody in the door and i get that they will get thrown out nine out of ten times but on that tenth they will be bitching about their sms or their price or this or that or the other and that's when you go hey i heard you saying this that and the other dude i used to go in the shop salt and yeah you would get thrown out yeah you would get get cussed at and yelled at and don't talk to me and this that and the other but it's it always it was that one time had a guy get his wrench thrown the other day yeah. really I'm oh, joking. Yeah. i mean well, not really at him in his direction the point was made and he did it around is so, yeah it, it, does that speak about the quality of our industry as a whole the fact that they feel okay doing that it, it was just frustration i mean we've we've done it because remember it's not it's not the um uh absentee owners it's the owner that's under the hood and he's he's trying to figure out how to make payroll and whatever even if he has low overhead or high overhead he's trying to figure out how to pay that and not work 18 hours this day and keep a wife and family happy and um and then you walk in to sell him something before he understands that there is any value in it to where maybe he could do that if he really wanted to he or she could do that if they really wanted to step away and manage the business work on it not in it they just think someone else is there if they're on so when you were on mitchell and you thought uh, uh, uh someone's going to sell me software and you didn't understand the feature set before i walked in the door you think this is just someone trying to do the exact same thing that mitchell did right? right and that's why you were frustrated but then if you actually spoke to them they build a little value they say why it's different how you can make more money how you can have more freedom or whatever it is then you start to open that door and I, so it's it's i get why they do it because i've been in that position but there's there you know i think there's some sort of a hybrid model of this that actually makes a lot of and, sense and and you know i'm guilty of it right i'm guilty of getting sure. frustrated at the salesperson yep. right i think we all are but you know in the same respect I, I don't think that you would go into a doctor's office and the salesperson would walk up to the receptionist and the receptionist chunk something at them right like that, say, I'm, that's I'm not a, interested right and we're busy i'm sorry that's a very common thing in our industry the though keepers Right. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, you just go in the back door. That's what you do. Now, you show up with donuts, you show up with flowers, you show up with concert tickets, whatever you got. If you you saw a potential customer and you're like, I just need to woo this person. Absolutely. Shelby Dameron shows up with donuts, but he eats all before he leaves. (laughs) (laughs) But think of, but okay, so you're saying that is it intrinsic, you know, of of necessarily our industry, but think about how our industry has been sold to for how many years essentially all of time mm-hmm. tool trucks mm-hmm. what happens with your uniforms picked up and delivered yeah water bottles right yep. even the diagnostic equipment is now coming on the tool truck mm-hmm. um, your parts are brought to you and delivered to you and you have a little bit of a relationship even with the drivers right hey, yep, i need absolutely. you to help me out i need you to pick up those eight cores i got in the back right and 
everything's been brought to you. So David, what you what you have is like you have this the, the same thing that I see every single day, this block if it's a phone call, but a little bit you know more receptive to somebody that walks in the door because it's how everything's been brought to us right. in our industry for as long as we've all been in it. Yeah, absolutely. But if you guys are walking in though with no pre preconceived notions. Like I had the interstate battery guy come by. Now I don't buy my batteries from interstate. I buy them from factory motor parts when I buy my batteries. And you know, he's coming in, he's trying to sell me on the program. And I, you know, I was polite to him, but at the same time, it's like, dude, I know about your product. Like, I don't want it. Sorry, I don't. So you can leave the stuff here, but I'm just telling you like, as of right now, mm -mm. but you never know. Yep. But the fact that they're making an effort, I appreciate that. There are some garbage salespeople. Yeah. And that's what that's what the yeah. that is the difference. I'm just telling you right now, that is the difference. I when I was in the St. Louis market, we had um we had a sales guy in my store and he was he was fast and consistent and that was all it took. He outperformed everybody else. Why? He was at your shop every single week and he didn't drop the ball on something you asked him for yeah hey uh can you guys send me some cases of brake cleaner yeah no problem he would write it down he would bring it back to me he would have his notebook and he would have a whole mess of orders i got you a mess of orders love it and every but when i mean every week like he did not and i when i would go out with him it was 25 sales calls in one day yep. that guy hustled he did not slow down. And I'm like, dude, I'm winded here. Like, slow down. He's it's like, hard. We got to do 25 cut today, dude. 25. I'm like, 25. Like, let's take it easy. It's like, no, no, no. 25. He made his sales calls. The point is, he hit those accounts. Yeah. He hit those accounts. There was consistency there. There's some garbage ones that come in. They're like, hey, man, I'm just going to leave this here for you. Useless. Yeah. Useless. Completely useless. Mm -hmm. And they're not on our team anymore. But. <laughs> Um, that kind of stuff is just, that drives me nuts. Like you didn't even take it. Well, it, and it starts with like the culture and, and what we believe in and like how we started this whole thing. Like I experienced bad software running a shop, running a business, right? Sunil did too. Right. And Daniel, our head trainer, he worked for Sunil and he was, you know, he was dealing. So like we have innate knowledge and, and passion in what we're doing because I know that we can fix it and we can change it. Okay. Now fast forward. And now you have 80, 90, hundred employees Right. They don't have that experience that we do. Right. And it's my job. I don't sell software anymore. I have to sell the idea of the company, brand awareness, and then I sell these same ideas and that experience that we all had to our teams right. so that they understand the problem that we set out to fix and this monstrous problem that exists in the industry that is a, a huge piece of a pie. And, and they don't know what they don't know. They're not out looking for it. They're not reading the magazines that those people are on the covers of. They're not at this conference. They don't do anything because they got their head down, their fingernails are covered in grease, and they're just going to keep doing what they've always done. Right. And then we walk in and go, but what if you could do it differently? Yeah. What if I could help you right, right. have a little bit better life or make a little more money or whatever it may be? Then they'll listen. And then after that, you know, just you, you just the door is just bumped open and it may take multiple follow-ups and it may take some phone calls and another stop by and so forth. And it's, it's the way that we're going forward and it's doing okay. So how many visits are you seeing it takes to get the visits? The it's rare that we go back 
probably more than two times um, okay. ever. Um, just because a lot of times to have the efficiency that we need, like um, you know, even with Todd Westerland coming over, Todd's we, we really didn't have any many employees on the West Coast. Todd will drive to L.A. Right. and Todd will spend three days over there. Well, it's not like you know Todd's going to come back in maybe a month, right? He's not going to come back tomorrow right. and again and again. Now he'll do that in some of the Vegas shops where he lives, right. um, or drive down hour and a half down to somewhere in Arizona and he'll do that. And we'll see that. But really it's the touch points after that where we get good contact information and we start, you know, our sales team that is in house. Oh yeah, I do remember Todd. He did stop by. He was a nice guy. Okay. You know, I will look at a 15, 20 minute demo and then, you know, right. it starts. And and to your point, David, you know, you're saying that it, you overhear the conversation where that pain point hit. Oh, I'm so sick of my SMS, right? Or this thing crashed again, or now I got to update my server, whatever. So we're opening the door. We start the conversations. We have those talks. And the pain point is what we call it. When the pain point does hit, we're at least top of mind, yeah. right? And that's it. You, it's very rare. It's hard to get somebody who's not heard of you. It, this is what I told Sunil. This is, I was like, Sunil, my job is to walk into a shop who's never heard of us. Tell them you have a problem. You don't know you have the problem. I am the solution, and I am more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough run. And, it is. And Sunil was like, "That's kind of weird to think about it, but it is what you do." And, so. and the you know on the other side of that is the the aspect that a lot of shops will look at you and expect you to a either be the entire solution by yourself. Oh Lord, yes. As in, in other words, we're not going to do any work to fix it. We're not going to learn the software. We're not going to change our systems in the shop. We're just going to say, PJ sold us a piece of junk, and it doesn't work right because it's not doing what I want it to do. And that's that's bullshit. Well, right? it's not that it's not I want it to do it. It's I have always done it this way. Right. And I want to – how many people go, um, I expect to lose 14 pounds – but I'm going to continue going to fast food, not exercising, and doing nothing. I, I've done that for the past couple of months. No, you haven't. Not reasonably. <laughs> but, right? I mean, how many people do this? A bunch. They don't actually expect something to happen, right? I, 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 I would argue that more people expect something to happen than you would probably think. Apparently so. I, I mean, like seriously, I, I'm, I, I, dude, I'm, I'm in the shopware user group. I'm, in, I am seeing people in ASOG talk about Techmetric. I'm seeing sure. right, sure, and and it's it is owner after owner after owner who expects it just to do this thing. Okay, yep. what thing? Well, it, it just doesn't work. It should do everything my last one did, right? Plus this, 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 and this. And exactly. oh, by the way, it should be the same price. It should never break. It should be the same price. It should. <laughs> it should just do it for me, uh-huh. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's unrealistic expectations. Is this a training problem? Is this because we're not training them properly? Is this because they won't listen or uptake the training? It's human beings, though. Human beings do that in general, right? I wish the treadmill helped me stay uh, in the same pant size. Yeah. Um, it doesn't on its own. I have to go get on it and right. use. It, right? I mean, right. it's really straightforward. I just get on it, use it, and, and it, yes, I've got to do my 20 don't to 30 have minutes. kind of understanding of that. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> what, f- what physical you? exertion? Or? Yeah. Okay, God. He said he's, he's un- unaware. I got my exercise earlier today when I ran from the car into the hotel. I was tired. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, he literally made it 50 steps. Yeah. Well, I did hear him breathing kind of heavy. I know, right? Was that from this morning still? Yes, that was from this morning. (laughs) So when you saw me at the elevator earlier and was like, hey, you still coming in? Yeah. Yeah. The conversation I was having, I'm not going to say the shop on or anything like that, but he was, he was, they, they switched to us, I don't know, a year ago. 
used it for three or four months um, and canceled, right? And left and, oh, it's not a good time. We're trying to change so many things. And that's the conversation that he and I just stood there 15 minutes before I walked in this room is that, hey, I've changed some things. Um, My manager is much more open to this. Last night in the hospitality suite, three of his employees said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really staying on you know xyz boss to 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 switch back we miss it there were some really great features there um and he said exactly that the manager said he couldn't figure out how to do this exact thing that he used to do in the old software the way that he used to do it i'm like yeah because we don't we don't work we didn't build that company we built ours right right it's gonna be different and that's the thing right is is that's what i keep seeing over and over again and and it seems like you guys kind of have like fan groups that follow you from one person to the other and and one person will move to you and then they'll complain about you and then they'll move to another software and they complain about them and then they move to another software and they can you know what i mean like it's crazy because and and i don't think that they see it right i don't think that they they can see themselves but sometimes it's the software <laughs> when I was a kid, my dad used to tell me that. He was like, uh, if if you have a problem with this person, then you have a problem with that person. You have a problem with that person. You are the common you're denominator. The exactly. Right? You're the problem. And and so I, that that's my question is how do we begin to overcome that? Because, I mean, it, it's a it's a thing, right? Like, it's not just one person. No. And it, it's not just like a few people. There's quite a few of these people. Thousands. And, and, tens of thousands, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I watch them and they're like, hey, shopware sucks. I'm going to tech metric. Tech metrics. Awesome. Tech metrics sucks. I'm going to auto leap. Yeah. Auto leap sucks. I'm going to right. And like, they just leapfrog. Yeah, dude, I could not handle that. I would, I would open my mouth and say something I should not say to them. I mean, I, <laughs> what are you doing, David? We have a uh, incident with a registration and the word refund was thrown out. What? Huh? There's a button on the bottom. that says, Come hell or high water, no refunds. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, it is high water. I just drove around, so, but, dude, not acceptable. Come this hell is, or high water. I know. That's this is North Carolina. It's we don't have both coming in at the same time. Yeah. So the ors in there. Yeah. If we have high water, no refunds. Hell comes, no refunds. You are pretty hellish. Yeah. Has his days. Oh anyway, I gave him a refund. Who? The person that was asking for what? it. Well, they they said that the website timed out. My website didn't time out. The internet did, but whatever. He said we it did. timed out, and so he re-registered and paid twice for one seat. And I said nothing. And I just I sent the, Th- the refund you. through. Thank you, you so much for your double donation. <laughs> I, I wanted to, dear. I really did. I appreciate you donating the extra seat to, to the cause. <laughs> PJ needed That's somewhere to seat. sit. That's yes. my seat now. Thank right? you. Thank right. you. We, we did the same thing. Our, I mean, even our terms of service say the same thing. And, and we had somebody just the other day. They used it for like four, didn't use it for four or five months. Stayed signed up. Mm-hmm. Kept pushing back, pushing back, pushing back. Never actually launched and started using it. And says, oh, you owe me a refund. We're like, have you ever signed up for Netflix, not watched a movie, and then contacted Netflix and said, you owe me all my money? Dude, what is up with that expectation? I don't understand it. it, but, it they're, but they're like, well, I didn't use the software, so you shouldn't charge me. I'm like, no, but we had the cost, and dude, we had we still had to pay AWS. The, I had to pay the, the first texting. dinner, you know, I remember walking around the back of my shop. This was before we had it all remodeled. And it was all studs and I'm walking through the studs and I'm listening to him going, Oh yeah, man, these shop owners, they wanted change back change. 
yeah. change back for the for the cost of the dinner. And then I think Seth Thorson paid like one dinner completely off. Everybody that heard that he had paid it off said, "Hey, I paid money to get here, and you guys got the the money. Yeah. So can we can get we, our money. Back? Can we get our money back here? Yeah. And this was before the five hundred one c three was officially formed and stuff like that. And it was just a it was a PayPal fund. It was a like yeah. a balance. Still the scholarship fund though, right? Yeah, What's that? it still went to take somebody to a show. Yeah, it still went to scholarship fund. It's still, yeah, to, yeah to, but to it wasn't it wasn't official or anything like that. And uh, like there wasn't invoices being issued. It was yeah. just like Rando sending him money on PayPal, and then he kept the money aside on the PayPal account and yeah. said, "Yeah, this is so that when they're like, hey, I made one hundred and thirty six dollars, and turns out it was one hundred and thirty five eighty one. Can I get my nineteen yeah. cents back? Yeah. Because we and divided he, the dinner up amongst he everybody. Can't, he can't just." like wow. tell them to f off he's like oh okay and he's like calculating and keeping track of this I'll that and the other that. and i heard that, that and i'm like no we're gonna fix this <laughs> I, i'll never forget I, now that you guys bring up the paypal thing i'll never forget um uh explaining to our accounting team when my corporate credit card got run for three grand um <laughs> and they're like paypal really and i'm like come on seriously me like yeah it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not, PJ, not pj's buying some stuff but they're like they're like paypal they're like can you get us an invoice of over here messaging you know yeah i remember Lucas, that i need some help bud yeah, i remember that i need an invoice like that. right now so what, what what dinner was that uh that was uh, like the first couple one. years ago yeah maybe, that was the two three years ago yeah so fun to explain definitely fun to explain yeah. So, well, we like this is that's why we set up like we set up a Stripe account. We set up like it's actual software. It sends an actual invoice to whoever yeah. registers. Like it's a whole dog and pony show. But one thing I kept in there, and I made it like explicitly clear that there are absolutely no refunds. The minute you hit that submit, that yeah. money is gone for forever. Do not call me for it. Don't email me. Don't not. Did you make the assumption they read? Before they click, they have to like. They're not going yeah. to. They're not going to. You can forget it. I should. I should do a. An, you know. But you know what? I added that click, and the and I keep track. I keep track of the acknowledgement, so their contact information. I have. I use something kind of like nice. Salesforce. But yeah. It's yeah. Not, but when they click that, it, it keeps a box in there. That says acknowledgement and clicked, and it says yes. And so if they and the reason why I kept that was. Hey, I need re. I can't make it. There's a hurricane, and I'm like, that's I appreciate up. the contribution. Yeah, here's where you acknowledge this. Here, yeah. this is a 501c3 uh, donation. Let's forward this to your accountant for the write-off. Thank you very much. So we have good guy, bad guy here. So <laughs> you're the good guy giving back 19 cent refunds, yes. and he's over there saying, yes. "Thanks for your seat." So. Yeah. Well, I, it turned into chaos. It does. Taking eight thousand phone calls. I felt yeah. bad for the guy because yeah. at that the end sucked. of the day, like. We're trying to help these random shop owners to get out of their muck. You know what I'm saying? And yep. you're hounding me for $7 refunds because you didn't want to pay the extra $7 towards the scholarship. And this is the, see, this is why, even though you guys are not tech metric customers, I like talking with you because you no, but you get it in all seriousness. I, I have to throw that out there. Um, you know what? Actually, the 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 video of the knights fighting. Oh, that, dude. that just that made up for all of it. Actually, yeah, that was such it, a, that it was, was so, so good. dude. Like, if you, I told my team that I'm going to do the ASOG podcast, right? And they were like, "Are those the guys that made the video of about if, the saving the baby and the and, and et cetera?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, they, that's you, them. That's them." If you yeah. ever questioned, yeah, his ADD and creativity in one sentence, I don't. That know. solved that. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That that was. 
I mean, that was there was pretty... two of them. So we had the one where the knights were fighting, right? Yeah. It was Techmetric and Shopware in the in the in the arena and so forth. Right. It looked like we won. It felt like we won. But <laughs> um, the it, it was, it, I was a little <laughs> biased. Shopware sending me angry emails. I was. I was, I was did, did they? Did they? No, you're going to. They liked it. But I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm saying that was my perspective. It was, I'm, I'm a little from biased. where I sit. Yeah. It looked it like we won. It felt like Game we won. of Thrones. Uh, it was fine. It was a truce or something. But um, no, that was really funny. But the other one was it, the one where oh, it, you just went full space cadet on us. Was the you know the, yeah. The, and, and Sunil, the baby was born and Techmetric was there or something like that. I was like, oh my God. Sunil's face, the first time we watched it, was like, there was this like question of, oh my God, and damn, that's funny. <laughs> it was. Like, we, we, we were I like, prefer the, uh, what did I sign up for? This yeah, is not like, cool. <laughs> is he okay? Was my question. I was like, is David okay? Like, no. <laughs> are you, are you serious? Do you need to ask that? Dude, I mean, so funny. I'm sorry. Like, but, but even the stuff, like even the ads and stuff that we create, we do it because like you, you just can't take it's a serious issue like with the way that the common public and 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 you know perceives going into a shop and getting yeah. bad news and they're afraid of it and you know their brothers cousins uncles sisters uh, aunt had a bad experience at this at this shop this one time they took advantage of her well then they they're like well I'm going to go into Lucas's shop and I'm going to have that same experience no you're not right. no you're not baggage but, but they just put the baggage this block up yeah and we're like we can do that differently right. we can help you maybe eliminate that and shopware does the same thing and other competitors yeah. do too and so i don't really care what software at this point somebody uses just change the way you do business with the end consumer and we can fix a lot of things I, but education is number is is key that's what i'm saying you guys are going to bring more people to these conferences where they get exposed to these other vendors and other ways of doing them so i i agree that it doesn't matter which one you choose as long as it's legit yeah okay <laughs> I've, I've got some issues with <laughs> Why do you have to say it that way? Why do you have to do like the Dwayne Johnson, the rock eyebrow when he said that? I, if they're did legit. you notice? Did you notice the PJ nervous laugh? Yeah, no, no, it, was, it was the eyebrow, and I was like, "Oh God, here we go." Okay, I, if it's legit, let's do it. Right? If if it's legit, because if it is, if it's not solving a problem, if you're making a piece of software, developing a piece of software simply with the intent of selling the piece of software. In other words, like, for instance, you, you talk to Sunil or you talk to Carolyn, either one. Mm -hmm. What are they talking about? I'm talking about this product was developed, was designed to solve a problem. It was not developed or designed to sell software. It was not developed or designed to make me millions of dollars. It was developed and designed to solve a problem first. Yeah. Right? And, and so I've said this three or four times this weekend because I, I heard him say it last weekend. But Mark from Audi said, we, we designed a, a car and we engineered the consumer's problems in our way. We solved this the Audi way. And it doesn't mean that it's the right way or the wrong way, but we engineered it the way Audi engineers cars. We didn't engineer it the way Volkswagen engineers cars because that's not what we wanted to do. That's not what we were trying to achieve. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's a really cool way to look at it hmm. because it was showing they were trying to solve the problem. The so, consumer had something they wanted solved. Yeah. They solved it. But they didn't ask the consumer how to solve it. Right. That is the biggest thing. So let me, I'm going to give you an example. So there's very, there's something that we do in software. There's very, I'm not a software guy, right? right. I mean, I'm a shop guy, but I've learned a lot in terms of software. And I learned something, this is probably about a year ago, give or take, 
Um, and Sunil and I were talking about it. But what has happened in the past is that, and, and the shop owners expect it to be this way too. Well, I have this problem. My previous software um, did this this way, and they need you to do that, right? So that's one way of doing it. What we did was we go, okay, hey, super smart computer people, right? All these developers and et cetera. Here is the problem that Lucas has in his shop. Right. I need you to fully understand it. Right. I know you've never worked in the shop, but talk to Lucas. He has. Call him and call all of his peers who who are, who he says has this same problem. And then go further down the path, and here's the developers. Now, we fully understand Lucas's problem. It is massive. And... Um, we, I personally do not have, don't know what could be built to fix that problem. Just like the Audi engineers right. are like, man, we could build this, right? Well, these developers, we go, here's this massive problem. Here's what he's facing every single day. How would you fix it? And they know what could be built, right? What could be tied together, right? What could be separated and how it could be done so differently. And then you come up with just a solution, not doing it the way it's always been done, just because it's always been done. Do it however you think is the most efficient, fastest, best way to do it, most secure way, whatever it may be. Oh my gosh. The things yeah. these guys come up with, and we just they just yeah. do things better to just fix a problem. Well, it's not about selling it; it's just fix the problem the and, best way you can. And and what's really interesting is, so we got to spend a good bit of time with Sunil mm -hmm. in uh, San Diego. Is that where we were? Yeah. And yeah. and and the thing about Sunil is, is Sunil is genuinely asking questions mm -hmm. to understand. Yep. Sunil's not Sunil's not fake. No. You know, and and Carolyn's very much the same way. Yeah extremely intelligent at a whole different level than what any of us, sorry, David, you're pretty intelligent, but, uh, then, then what any of us can, can encompass, right? They're smart people. Sure. Yeah. And they look at things completely differently. And so when they're asking questions, I, I, I liken it to Jim Kokonis, like Jim's asking questions to understand how you think about something, mm. not like, not, not what do you think about it? How did you come to the conclusion that you did? I want to understand your logic so I can think about how you think about it. Yeah. Right. And Sunil's very much the same way. It's a, but it's that's a, the culture, right? That's that. Right. That's, that's all about the culture of just. You, it's at our core, not not just ours, but but good companies. It's at the core of how do they approach something, right? If you go to a good shop to have your vehicle worked on, and it's a phenomenal experience, and everyone that you deal with right. is just there to help you, yes, they're going to send you some pictures and videos, and they're going to present some work that needs to be done that you didn't realize it. Crawled right. under my truck. I'm so frustrated. Not that frustrated. Took my truck in. Was right. out of town. Dropped it off oil change and I asked him do you do inspections can you send me pictures videos etc he said he would they didn't I crawled under my truck the other day to fix a fog light and I noticed that the seal is leaking on one of the front axles right and I'm like that it's just it's super obvious there's dust right. etc like I know you now didn't look another, it over right now, now it's I another trip to take it back they had right. my truck for four days right it so me as a consumer take off the tech metric hat take off shop owner hat right yeah. just consumer I didn't get that experience Yep. I am home for 24 and 36 hours over and over and over for six weeks. I don't want to go to another shop. I just right. wanted it fixed then. Well, and, 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 you know, we, we talked about this earlier is that, that there's a few folks who say, well, we just want to recommend the things that they'll buy. 
right? And they prejudge the client and they say, I'm not just going to recommend everything. You're, you're just, fully aware of their entire budget and their family situation. Absolutely. And, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, they know everything, you know, just pick, selling with the wrong wallet. Right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, more so than selling with the wrong wallet, what they're doing is, is they're prejudging you and they're not being an advocate, right? Yeah. They're selling you something. Yeah. There's sure. a difference. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, how do you liken this when you get into a situation with uh, just like shops, when you get into a situation where it's not about solving a problem, mm-hmm. it's about making money, it's yeah. about selling a software. There's lots of those out there. Yeah. There's lots of them that are not about solving a problem. Sure. Just here to sell software. Yeah. I, I mean, they've, I've, I've got customers at this point calling me saying XYZ company just keeps calling me, calling me, calling me. They talk about how much money they've raised, or they talk about, oh, we just hired all these developers, and uh, oh, we have the same, we, we have the same features. You should look at it. I'm like, no shop owner cares about any of that, right. in my opinion, at least not the ones that I talk with. And that is everything from the top tier shops. I've got a shop that runs a million a month right now. He doesn't care, and neither does the one that does thirty thousand a month, right? And nobody in between. What I do call and I do want to ask about is. If, if it's a marketing lead and it came to me, you reached out to me. What is the pain point you're experiencing right now? What would you like to do with your business? Mm-hmm. Right? Those questions that Sunil asks, right. I want to understand as well. That's right. just sales 101. Don't talk about all that other stuff. Your questions aren't nearly as deep as Sunil's questions. Yeah, Sunil, we can get deep. I was a, philosoph- I, I, I was a political science major with a minor in philosophy. I can go as deep as you want. Man. No, I don't want to Ooh, do that. Let's, let's go, go there. Oh, let's go. No, no, listen, Existentialism, you, right? We, yeah. Good and evil. We, we were you trying to define happiness the other day. Yeah? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Now we've done it. How'd that go? It was, oh, no. I thought it went well. Yeah? It was a good conversation. Yeah. Good. Did we come to a conclusion? Yeah, what was the conclusion? Yeah. The definition of it? Well, that was part of the conversation. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a good conversation. It he's was, got a smile was, on his face, so he's obviously defined it, and he's happy, so... David, happy are you smoking crack? <laughs> I remember the first time I met you two. I went to I went to lunch with you guys. I remember this probably right. about three years ago. Right. We went to lunch in, with you guys. Uh, Kansas City, wasn't uh, it? Uh, no, I think it was out here because it was with Mark Perkins. And that guy oh, sat there, yeah. pretty much the way he's looking at me right now, just stone faced. You know, you can almost see his mouth through his beard, but I assumed it was a scowl and never said a word like the entire lunch. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I try not to talk. Uh, but and he has a podcast. I, cannot, I try not I to talk. Remember, I cannot remember what we decided the the definition was. It was contentment, satisfaction. It was a third thing. What was it? Oh, I can't remember. Useless. That was yesterday. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> Do you know he made this video about AST, and it's me talking, and I've got a popsicle stand in the video. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Very interesting. Everyone complimented how big my teeth were in that video. Wow. Like those, those are some spectacularly large teeth. <laughs> that is funny. Where is this at? This is YouTube. On, this is on. Okay. It's okay. on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Facebook. I definitely need to watch this now. Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen the popsicle thing? Apparently not. But I'm going to as soon as we step out of this room. That is going to be my like. afternoon entertainment. Yeah. It's only, <laughs> it's only like a minute. So, um. I cut a lot of things out of there. I told, I said, I'm like, uh, I've got an idea of a video because I wanted him. Who, who was the idea? Is really what I wanted him to do. I had taken some Cardi B lyrics. I'm a closet <laughs> Cardi B fan. I am. And Did so, you say he's he? You're a Cardi B fan. I'm a Cardi, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> 
boy that but just changed the dynamic of the whole room but go ahead continue so I'm, a, I'm a closet cardi b fan and she, she has a song called up all right okay. it's a foul song right all her songs i understand they all are is what yeah. i've heard okay and and she but the the first like her first set of lyrics i thought it would be funny for him to like stone-faced like deadpan read like recite the lyrics back to me I, I, and i'd be like what are you talking about and he'd be <laughs> and he'd be saying the lyrics to up back to me just completely like they were he was totally serious not realizing that he's and then i then we would cut away with it and i would i would in the background kind of introduce the hey this is a song and the song gets really foul and he's just anyway i thought that would be hilarious because Maybe I'm the only one who knows it, but listening to him read Cardi B lyrics. You may have, you know, if it was an ad, maybe for, I don't know, 18 year old girls or something, it may have, it may have hit, but uh, shop owners, it may have been a swing and a miss. So I don't know how maybe. many. Maybe. I don't know but how the many. the ones that were like, I yeah. know, and they were like, yeah. How many, how many closet, closet Cardi, Cardi B uh, fans do you think there are here today? So, I don't think many. There's one that we know of. There's one. Yeah, one that we know of. Anyway, that's. I funny. thought it would be funny to do that, and he completely balked, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get right on that." We didn't, and so we needed to do a third video, and I'm like, "Okay, well, I've got another idea of video, but um, it'll be a little bit at your expense, oh. and I might get a little mean." And he's like, oh. "He's like, oh, go ahead and do it. I don't care. I don't care." And I'm like, "Are you sure you don't care?" And he's like, "And he's like, no, 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 no." It's fine. Hey, folks. Lucas Underwood here. <laughs> President and CEO of l Automotive Performance Repair Service. Wow. And Popsicle Stand. <laughs> I do love me some popsicles. <laughs> I think I'm going to try one right now. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> what did don't, you... Did you use a him. potato to don't, edit this? What is this? Don't show him don't the licking. <laughs> don't show him the licking. <laughs> I love the fact that you guys. I mean, th- this is this, this is about AST all on my own. Oh my! Me because of my signature catchphrase. So he calls me, right. <laughs> laughing. David's just too busy to do this video with me. Did you know that fool tried to get me to read You guys really don't take yourselves too seriously, and that's the beautiful part of it. Oh, just wait. Have you ever read just wait. Cardi B song? They're foul. <laughs> They are foul. They're terrible. It's a fun fact. Cardi B's real name is Cardigan Back Cardigan. He could. He lost it. He couldn't even keep it. He couldn't keep it together. <laughs> I said it like six times. I couldn't stop laughing. Cardigan Back When is your peak creativity? Like, does this happen at like two a.m. or something like that, or is it? Is it like this is all the thing time? I, I just want to know when does this kind of stuff hit your mind? Or, no, no, show them the best part. Get registered. I'm gonna go back to my popsicle. <laughs> oh boy, it is so awkward. <laughs> it's like a mix between SpongeBob SquarePants and ASOG podcast. <laughs> That's the best. I'm gonna use that for some future video. And so everybody's like, Dude. review from PJ. That is so awkward. <laughs> everybody's like, "Dude, 
who recorded that? They've got the biggest teeth I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that was good stuff. You, you have to do stuff like that, though. And it, but but see, here's the thing. This is why your podcast grows. This is why people like you guys and want to come on your 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 show. And it's because you you do are stuff. doing it. Yeah, but but you do it like you don't take yourselves too seriously. You don't go around flaunting anything. You 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 talk with anybody and everybody. You do it from a a, a point of education, and you're you're raising money to educate more people. And then you do stuff like that, and they're like, "These are normal guys. These are the yeah. kind of these are my people." Yeah, so well, I, mean, I love we, it. We we feel the same way about you guys. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah, that. We really do. We, we try. We try. Uh, you know, I, I think you are awesome people and good people. We won't ask Dutch about you, but that's okay. I, what did what happened with Dutch? Dutch just gotta sit down and talk to him. That's all. Oh, Dutch okay. hates everybody. It's okay. And Dutch hates yeah. everybody. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm happy well, to. He's down, he's south. Of, he's down in uh, Charlotte, right? He's yeah. south of Charlotte. Yeah. So yeah. I'm flying there and go, he'll be at, go have lunch with him or something. He'll be know. at the dinner tonight. You can go talk yeah. to him. That's fine. PJ, that's fine. thank you for being here. I'm happy to, man. This is fun. I love chatting with you guys. So we'll thanks do it for having soon. me. Okay. Of course. I'm happy to. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.